This is our devotional commentary for Psalm 58. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Do you indeed decree what is right, you gods? Do you judge the children of man uprightly? No. In your hearts you devise wrongs. Your hands deal out violence on earth. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray from birth, speaking lies. They have venom like the venom of a serpent, like the deaf adder that stops its ear, so that it does not hear the voice of charmers or of the cunning enchanter. O God, break the teeth in their mouths. Tear out the fangs of the young lions, O Lord. Let them vanish like water that runs away. When he aims his arrows, let them be blunted. Let them be like the snail that dissolves into slime like the stillborn child who never sees the sun. Sooner than your pots can feel the heat of thorns, whether green or ablaze, may he sweep them away. The righteous will rejoice when he sees the vengeance. He will bathe his feet in the blood of the wicked. Mankind will say, Surely there is a reward for the righteous. Surely there is a God who judges on earth. Political corruption is not a new phenomenon. We are seldom surprised to learn of evil in the corridors of power. Leadership scandals have become epidemic in American government as in every other nation of the world. In fact, low deeds in high places are so widespread that we are prone to accept this reality as just the way it is. The psalmist is not so accepting. Psalm 58 is another imprecatory psalm, calling for God to judge the wicked, in this case, unrighteous judges. David lodges a vigorous protest against the evil he saw in ancient Israel a thousand years before Christ. He is angry about those who violate justice while claiming to uphold it. And he prays that God would intervene in history to take vengeance on behalf of the righteous. The psalm begins with a description of the wicked in verses 1 through 5. At first, the, the tyrants are addressed directly. They're accused of failing to do the one thing they were appointed to do, which is to speak and judge justly. Comparing translations may be helpful in understanding this psalm. In the ESV, the gods of verse 1 are actually human rulers, mighty ones who were silent when they could have spoken up to prevent evil from winning. Are we also silent? Or do we boldly stand up for righteousness when evil is proposed and good is challenged? Sinful men and women may rule out of self-interest, exploiting others to increase their own assets and power. From the womb, the wicked are estranged from God. They go astray from birth, verse 3. But David previously said the same thing about himself in Psalm 51. 
So the difference between any two persons is always one of degree, not kind. Whenever we confront a wrongdoer, no matter how evil, we are looking in the mirror. If we have been granted repentance unto eternal life, we should be humbly thankful to God. The second stanza of the psalm moves from a description of the wicked to a prayer that they might be overthrown by God. Verses 6 through 9. It may sound troubling to those living comfortable lives, but the requests are motivated by a sense of outrage that brutal men are wreaking havoc in God's world. The psalmist is giving voice to the anger of the oppressed who find comfort in knowing that a divine judge will take vengeance, so they may refrain from doing so. The last stanza is a prophecy, a confident statement that the wicked will be judged by God and the righteous rewarded, verses 10 and 11. So keep that long-range view. The day of judgment will come at last, and when it does... The way of the righteous will be seen by all to have been right. This is worth remembering. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.